Hi, beautiful people. It's really nice to be here with you today. I hope you are doing fantastic, magical, wonderful, blissful, peaceful, and nothing at all. I'm sitting here with a full belly. I have eaten twice already now. Um, these last two days I have been eating before working and so I will eat after I sit down um, having worked out and showered um, now instead of podcasting I will eat first so I'm podcasting much later in my day and um, I'm not really sure what difference that makes but I guess we will see um, my brain definitely has access to nutrients and resources more, more resources now since I have eaten so that's interesting what are you guys up to? How's everybody doing? I hope things are going so well for you. I'm learning and growing at, um, I think, such a rate that I wasn't before. And I think that because my focus um, is now fully on this work, it's really allowing me to give more of my attention to any one thing than I have ever given before. And the ways in which I've given attention to things before have really been um, unhealthy or things that really weren't worth my attention. I think this is the, the thing that is most worth my attention and my energy. And so I'm really grateful to think about how I can, how I can make my greatest contribution which comes in the form, at least currently, of helping children, of serving children. And I'm so honored to do this work. I'm so incredibly, incredibly grateful. And I was just talking to a mom just before I started recording this podcast today about how I have made more mistakes than anybody. And I think... I often say now that experience is the greatest teacher, although although <coughs> I think I have just fought that um, for much of my life, but um, now I'm really beginning to realize that, um, that it is, it is experience and that there is no greater teacher than experience in the way that my life has happened so far. Um, really, I've, I, I know that it just, I mean, the experiences that I've had in my life have really been my greatest teacher, so... Um, I think that's, that's how we learn. And I know Dr. Becky at Good Inside also says that something similar around the lines of that words don't teach, um, experience does. And we can, we can say and consume and learn and take in knowledge and wisdom and quotes and opinions and even things that we even interpret as in, in our own voice in our own um through our own lens and through our own words and we interpret it uh in in a way that is applicable and and unique to us and sounds like um, you know, it could apply to us and kind of make it our own. But I feel like until we have really, truly lived it, 
what do we know and um and so yeah i i uh, don't think there's any argument there that that lived experience is the greatest of teachers and um i think whatever experiences each of us has is really our that's our our greatest gift so if you look at your life and you think about the challenging experiences that you've had or the really lengthy experiences that you've had in, in you know with one sp- one particular thing or in one particular state or in one particular field one one particular physical condition um whether that was your body or your environment or one um emotional state emotional or mental or intellectual stimulation whatever experiences you've had in your life you can know that those are literally your your best teachers um, to help you further progress in your life and to help you live your potential i wonder how this experience and um idea of of learning from our experience ties into what i'm trying to create today and um just talking about this helps me so much and I must say that in each podcast episode about how grateful I am that I do this. I do it for myself just to get on here and and see what I will say because I have no idea uh, literally what is inside me and the same thing happens when I write. I think the same thing happens when I create of any kind that I have literally no idea what will come out and um so it's uh I'm I'm excited to see as well and what I've formulated today to the best of my ability and just in my last podcast episode I talked about the power of storytelling and today um, as I referenced in the last episode even when I'm so sure of something the umbrella of it grows even greater and so today there's a new umbrella and that umbrella is learning from every moment and turning every moment into a learning opportunity and I was just on the phone with a mom who was who we were having this conversation about how um, she has the best of intentions for her child like every parent does and she wants him to learn as much as he can at at his age he's only five years old and she's not sure where that balance is of um, you know if she's pushing him too much or she's asking too much of him or, you know, and she remembers that he's just five and that, you know, maybe she should just let him play. And I told her what I could only know myself, that there really are no right answers. But I think there are just the questions that we can ask ourselves in life. And as long as we're asking the questions, um, you know, the answers really don't matter because I don't really think there's ever a right answer. But because of the importance that she places on on studying and academic achievement she sits with her five-year-old son um, sometimes 20 minutes at a time at the table uh, maybe a day or she says sometimes less maybe five minutes or sometimes he just doesn't have um, the attention or the will for it Um, so she understands that and um, so we were talking about that and one thing that I noticed in um in her telling me this was well my my mind automatically thinks in the big picture of how we can help our children become lifelong learners and i think because of traditional 
systems of of learning and just the education system and this um, idea of a classroom as a reserved space for learning is um, very, very misleading. Learning occurs in each moment, in every moment of time. And this beautiful mom, wonderful, amazing, amazing human being, just I enjoy my conversation with her so much. She was telling me that when her, when her kids, um, she has two of them, when they were like two or three years old, that she would really do more of this, you know, finding opportunities to, to teach them and for, for them to learn in more moments. And then so I asked her and I was like, oh, so now they're five and they're, you know, they've grown too old. And I told her, well, I was joking, but, um, but I, I, I then seriously told her that I'm 34 and I still, I still learn in each moment, in every single moment of time and every single moment of my life. And um, the learning doesn't change. Only the subject does. Only the subject matter. Only the topic. And so this attitude towards lifelong learning, I mean, what is that, right? We, we all want to be lifelong learners. We want our kids to be lifelong learners. But what does that mean exactly? Well, lifelong means every moment. So you literally start with this moment, this moment in time. And in my conversation with this amazing mom, I was just casually throwing out examples. I'm just imagining her in the kitchen, organizing her kitchen cabinet and calling her kids over to see um, that there are two jars of beans and, and three jars of cookies. And maybe you don't have as many jars of cookies or maybe you're like me and you do. And, um, and, and then there are three jars of lentils and then you call, you know, then you ask your kids, well, how many more jars of this are there than this? Or how many are there all together? And, and it's kind of like, um, or you say like, look, look how many of those are over there. And look how many of the big ones there are. I didn't even notice that there were so many little jars, right? Just like, um, it's kind of like your own attitude of curiosity that I think once you, once you instill, uh, once you start looking for the opportunities in your own day, right? And what, what you could possibly be curious of. And um, I, think, I think when you do that and you start even noticing in the, in, in, the, in the mind and in the eye, through the eye of a child, what they would possibly learn from when you start thinking and um, framing your moments and, and just having this attitude in your life, I think that you find so many opportunities to do this. And I think because I've taught so many students one-on-one that I have um, mastered this ability more than anything. And um, it's because in the 25 minutes that I've had with a a child in a one-on-one class that in my conversation with them, I have realized that, well, in just speaking to somebody, I'm getting paid to do it. And I've realized that I can get so much out of that conversation with them. They can get so much out of it. And we can really both maximize the amount of learning that occurs in those 25 minutes just through a conversation. So when we, when we talk about learning through a, through a relationship, um, a relationship and conversation is um, definitely the greatest vehicle of learning there is. And I'm grateful that I um, have these standards of, um, of 
of something that I need to deliver to a child and something that, you know, their parents are paying me for that I have to make sure that I'm not only, um, you know, saying hello and, um, and just, um, um, playing or interacting with the child in a way that doesn't actually have a deeper goal in mind. Um, and, and because I have these standards and these expectations that were set for me early in my career, and then I, I began to set even higher expectations for myself once I realized what this work was really about, once I realized that conversation and relationship is really, truly the greatest vehicle of learning there is. Right? Greater than any classroom, greater than even a book. It is your lived experience and the greatest of which is your relationship, a relationship. Because what you can learn from another human being is greater than you can learn from the words of any other human being or the work of any other human being. It's, it's direct experience that is our greatest teacher and direct experience involving another human being so go figure that the the greatest and the most and the best way that we learn in life is through another person so it's you know it's um it all just kind of connects when we think about the earliest relationships in a child's life and how much a child a young child's um learning and their sense of self how all of who they are almost is developed or at least there is such a strong influence um, played by the immediate relationships in their life on 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 who they become, on on how they behave, right? And and even um, their attachment to their parent, how that affects their behavior, whether that is um, healthy or unhealthy. Um, if they are able to soothe themselves or they are not able to soothe themselves, and they don't receive that. Um, if they are able to emotionally regulate, that's dependent on whether they get to absorb emotional regulation from their parent. And so all of these things make such a, a, a profound difference um, in, in our children's, in, in the fibers of, of who they are, that it's really, it's truly, truly incredible um, just how much we play a role on, on who they are who they are, who they become. And um, it's said that, well, it's definitely easier to to build strong men than it is to repair broken ones. And we're so lucky to live in an age today where, where this information and more information is available today. More scientific research has been con- conducted and more, more, um, more experiences are more books, more, more everything is available today that you can really, that you can really, um, have so much access to so much information that, um, truly helps you and your child live your potential, but also just enjoy each moment. And um, I was talking to this mom about how there is no de- there is no separation between learning and play because, well, even for me as an adult, there can be no separation because the greatest of adults, the, the, the most successful adults, the names that we all know about, they don't see or experience any difference between work and play and learning. It's all the same for them. And so somewhere for our kids between their 
their young age, between their childhood and an adult, they often lose this attitude, this this just natural inherent learning that takes place. Somehow it 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 dissolves, it disappears somehow and it, it then becomes transferred to a classroom or to a a reserved space for learning. So our children who are natural learners then somehow grow up and then think that well, they have to study and they they learn only when they're in a classroom and then and then not only that, but then they have to study. So they study for 20 minutes or an hour or three hours and then count the amount of time that they're studying. But I'm sorry, isn't this all one? Isn't this all the same? And is this really the attitude that we want our children to develop about learning? I can't I can't agree with this. It just doesn't make any sense because this doesn't, describe somebody who is a lifelong learner unless you mean somebody who is um, also learning outside of the classroom in every other waking moment of their day and is spending three hours studying which really means three hours learning because they really enjoy what they're doing and they're really into what they're doing that's the kind of child that I think we all want to raise and that's the kind of child that will help to contribute to this world in their best way. We don't want children to have a narrow idea of what learning is. We don't want them to think that it only takes place at a desk with a pencil in their hand and they've got to try and strive and work hard for like to to concentrate. It's something that is just a part of life. It is so natural that it occurs not just daily, but it, it occurs moment by moment. And there are so many, so many ways that we can help instill this attitude within our children just, just indirectly without even teaching them um, things directly or asking them to like quizzing them or asking them really blunt questions just through their relationship with them, there are so many ways that we can inspire curiosity. And I think that's really what it means to be a lifelong learner, that you are curious. It doesn't mean that you are actually learning something in each moment or that you find an answer um, in any moment even. It just means that you're asking questions, that you're wondering. And I think in order to wonder, you've got to be brave because... I think more people today have things figured out. And most of the time, I find that when I have something figured out, I'm usually wrong about it. If not today, then tomorrow it's outdated. Tomorrow it doesn't apply anymore. Or tomorrow I figure out something else that works even better. So tomorrow what I held today was wrong anyway. So I think that just constantly questioning ourselves and thinking to ourselves, well, um, what, what is really happening right now? What is going on for me? What is going on for my child? What could I learn from this? Who could I become in this moment? Who could I be in this moment and who could I become? And who could I be for my child? And I think that um, just even independent of our children, when we just approach an attitude of learning in our daily lives without trying to um, impart anything onto them or even if we just isolate ourselves for a moment and think about our own lives how much we learn in our own lives from each conversation that we have 
um, when we do something the second time around, whether that's a household chore or like folding the laundry or um, organizing, um, filling the dishwasher, organizing the dishwasher, finding a more efficient, efficient way to stack um, the, the dishes and the, and the cups in there to, so to make sure everything fits and everything gets washed properly. Like, you know, there, there's so much learning that takes place that I think that, um, that when we are open to noticing all these even smaller ways, I think it allows us to see every way, even, even the bigger ways, even, even, and I don't want to say smaller or bigger because learning is learning, but we get to learn all different things in all different facets of our lives. And, and it's not really about any one thing that we learn. It's just about this attitude. And that's, I think the greatest gift that we can we can ins- we can give to our children after the gift of of our of our own self awareness, right? So the the gift is first our own inner work, right? That's the, I think that's the first and the best thing that we can give them. The second is really just curiosity. It's just wonder. It's not having anything figured out, and it's just it's just asking those questions because when we are open and brave enough to ask any question then that almost guarantees that our that our children will be too and the most beautiful thing about experience is that when we actually see a human being when we get to experience a human being be a certain way whether that's having a parent or a loved one Um, a family member or a friend or a partner, somebody who is a certain way and we get to experience that, there's no greater inspiration than that, right? It's not like that's a a celebrity or somebody who's so far away from us. That's somebody directly in our lives who may love us more than anybody and we get to witness who they are and maybe something about who they are is something that we admire so much or we come to admire so much that we not only admire but admire it but because it's so close to us we decide that um well we know that we're we know even more that we're capable of being that same thing that very same thing and i have this experience with my partner who i put on a pedestal for so long because he just did things that just seemed just superhuman to me for so long i watched him work out on a on a small exercise mat every day for eight years um, through just the most difficult things, physical ailments, um, just all things working, um, you know, 12 hours, 14 hours, and then coming home and still exercising. I never, I never saw him waver on his commitment to himself. And um, if you can imagine that he was like that on the exercise mat, how he was in every other aspect of his life um you know the exercise mat is just one one example of that but i was so lucky to be able to witness this um with him because i actually i lived with him and i got to experience i i saw with my own eyes what was happening day after day after day and i saw his i saw his physical unwellness i saw his um his his struggle i saw his long days of work but i still saw him working out i still saw him exercising no matter what at the end of each day and so um for years i just thought he was superhuman and it's only when i started in um recently just showing up for myself and exercising myself that i realized that i'm capable 
of just as much as he is. Um, and so the same thing goes with our kids. When they get to experience something from us, anything, right? They get to see us however we are whether that's some way that we are in our relationship with them or some way that we are just generally in our lives they get to witness that and they then know that they are also capable of that same thing and because they are so close to us they derive a sense of of possibility of of um it being even more possible for them um and just because of our you know, the close relationship that we have, our, our proximity to them. I mean, this is like a, a gift for both of us indeed that um, they get to be this close and, you know, we get to benefit the person that we love most. So it's really an honor, but I, I truly know that that relationships are the greatest vehicle of learning. And I think that the the two ways in which we can the, the two greatest gifts that we pass on to our kids and that we give to our kids is is first the gift of our own awareness and second curiosity i think um these two things these two things make for a great life and if i had a hope for each child it would be that they have these two things because i know that with these two ways of of perceiving and being that um that that they would be that they would thrive no matter what and so i'm really grateful to do this work and i'm really grateful to be talking to you i hope that you are all well wherever you are i'll see you